Welcome to Props and Hops, a betting and beer podcast powered by Dimers.com and part of Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Matt Landis, and it's a six-pack of NFL Week 6 bets to get to, curated from a dream team of football handicappers, plus some original analysis. 60% of the time, it works every time. One side this week, New England plus three and a half hosting Dallas. We've got a lot of sharp consensus here, starting with Steve Fezzik, who made the Patriots his best bet on the Even Money and Dream Preview podcasts, Rob Pizzola also making New England his best bet on the Matchbook NFL betting podcast, and Adam Chernoff from The Simple Handicap, and the hitman from Hot Read Hits, also on the Patriots this week. It's worth noting these guys mostly took the Patriots at plus four or better, and a shopper still can find a flat plus four as I record this during the Thursday night football game between Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. I'd recommend that plus four for a full unit, but we can go ahead and grade this at the more widely available plus three and a half minus 115 for eight-tenths of a unit on the Patriots. Looking at the handicapping points, The Cowboys have been good to start the season, there's no disputing that, but they've also gotten fortunate along the way. Case in point, they're number two in the league and expected points added off of turnovers, so they could be ripe for some good regression in that department. And the Cowboys also seem a little overvalued coming off three straight home games against middling teams in Philadelphia, Carolina, and the Giants. On the flip side, the Patriots could seem undervalued in this one, coming off an ugly win last week in Houston, but that came without four of their five starting offensive linemen. They're likely to get two or three of those guys back this week, and the Patriots are also just two weeks removed from taking Tampa Bay down to the wire. Speaking of Tampa Bay, weaving a little bit of basic math into this handicap, the Bucks closed minus six in New England two weeks ago, so with this Dallas line at three and a half, that implies the Bucks are just two and a half points better than the Cowboys right now. And for reference, back in week one, Tampa Bay was 8 points better than Dallas in that head-to-head matchup once we account for home field advantage. So that's saying in the last 5 weeks, the difference between the Cowboys and the Bucks has narrowed by 5.5 points. That sounds awfully heavy. One more stat to mention here, looking at net yards per play, the Cowboys are only a tenth of a yard better than the Patriots. So overall, not trying to say New England should win this game, the Cowboys are a worthy favorite, but they probably shouldn't be laying more than a field goal in Foxborough. One total in pocket this week as well, Chargers-Ravens over 51.5. Rob and the whale capper Drew Dinsicker on this one, along with the hitman, and in this matchup, we're looking at two of the most aggressive coaching staffs in the NFL, and that's from an analytically sound standpoint. I can't believe I'm saying analytically sound in a game that relates to the Chargers, but Brandon Staley's been walking the walk so far, and with Staley and Harbaugh, we could be looking at fewer punts and field goals in this game, opening the door to more touchdown opportunities, and with neither coach afraid to go for it on fourth down in their own territory, that could be good for this over either way, between keeping the drive alive or giving the other team the ball in good field position. Looking at the passing games in this one, the Ravens are emerging offensively and declining defensively. On the offensive side, Baltimore passing at an 8% higher rate this season, and on the defensive side, the Ravens 27th in yards per attempt allowed so far this year, and their secondary has been dealing with a lot of injuries that could play right into the hands of the Chargers passing game, especially looking at a likely blitz-heavy scheme from Baltimore and Justin Herbert shredding the blitz of late. 
Overall in this one, we've got both teams above average in pace in a neutral game state. That could lead to more plays, which bodes well for the odds of more points on Sunday in Baltimore. No teasers this week, so I think we'll set a new record by getting to the props inside of the 5-minute mark on this show. But we've got four props to get to this week, so let's hit it. First up, A.J. Dillon rush yards over for the Packers in Chicago on Sunday. The Hitman and Adam are on this prop, and as far as the number goes, I'm seeing 35.5 as I record this. It has come up since open, and let's make 35.5 the ceiling for this bet. Still just enough value to get in play for 8 tenths of a unit. And in terms of the handicap here, Dylan saw his workload increase last week, getting 12 touches against the Bengals. And the Bears in this one, likely without defensive stalwart Akeem Hicks, that's a big blow to their rush defense if Hicks can't go on Sunday. And we've seen the Packers side get steamed recently, even though they were already a heavy favorite to begin with. That makes them more likely to be playing with a lead and quite possibly running the ball in the second half. And that translates to more opportunity for Dylan to rack up yards on the ground. Next prop, another running back, but we're going to take him through the air. Austin Eckler receiving yards over for the Chargers in Baltimore. Adam played this at 37.5, and and let's make it good to 39.5 for a play. It's a bit of a follow-up to the Chargers-Ravens over 51.5 as far as the handicap goes. The Ravens being a blitz-heavy defense, and the Chargers being well-equipped to counter that blitz with screen passes to negate the pass rush. One matchup I really like here, the Ravens linebacker Patrick Queen likely going to be tasked with guarding Eckler in the passing game. That's a big edge for Eckler. And one more thing I'll add here, the Chargers have been unsustainably hot on third down, fourth down, and in the red zone in the past couple weeks. And I love the process that Brandon Staley's taking being more aggressive in high leverage moments. But we have to accept up front that those results are going to come crashing back down to earth at some point. So I think we're getting a bit of a free roll here that the Chargers could be trailing in this game more than anticipated as just a short underdog right now against Baltimore. And if the Chargers are trailing and that forces them to be more pass-heavy than usual, that could bode well for this prop with Eckler being a big part of the Chargers passing game. Up next, Ben Roethlisberger passing yards under on Sunday night in Pittsburgh. The hitman on this one, he mentioned it at 256.5, and and because of that, it's probably on its way down, let's call it good, down to 250.5 yards. And the hitman's handicap centered around a shift in philosophy for the Steelers' offense recently. Only 26 dropbacks last week for Big Ben, and that's because they weren't in comeback mode for a change, and the Steelers likely not going to be in comeback mode on Sunday night either, with the Seahawks missing Russell Wilson, so it could be another week of a run-heavy approach for the Steelers. From one primetime game to another, the fourth and final prop for Monday Night Football, Buffalo, Tennessee, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. With a high total in this one of 54, odds are you know the drill when it comes to the math, and as far as the matchup goes, the Bills' offense is a juggernaut and Josh Allen a big dual threat at the goal line, and the Titans' offense a menace of its own at the goal line, thanks to Derrick Henry and company. I make this prop good, up to minus 150, and that does it for the Week 6 card. Let's get into a rapid-fire recap of this week's bets. I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. One side, New England plus three and a half hosting Dallas. One total, Chargers-Ravens over 51 and a half. And four props, 
A.J. Dillon over 35.5 rushing yards, Austin Eckler over 39.5 receiving yards, Ben Roethlisberger under 250.5 passing yards, and Buffalo, Tennessee shortest touchdown under 1.5 yards. A quick timeout to remind you about the Props and Hops NFL Challenge going on over at Dimers.com. If you want to try your hand at free Props and Hops merch, come play along with us. All you have to do is pick any six games against the spread on this week's board, answer a quick tiebreaker question, and you'll be in the running. It's free, fast, and easy. You can even have the Dimers team pick for you to make it faster and easier. And three options to do that would be to roll with the Dimers Spot's favorite picks of the week, go with the most popular games among other players, or go with the Dimers Randomizer if you're feeling frisky. To get in the game and compete for Props and Hops merch you can't get anywhere else, go ahead and check out the Props and Hops NFL Challenge link in the show notes. And with that, let's pivot from the props to the hops. This week's show beer, Hitachio White Ale, a wheat beer from Kiyuchi Brewery in Japan, and at 5.5% ABV, it's nice and sessionable to pair with the action as you root in your bets. Full disclosure, I haven't had this one yet. For this recommendation, I'm trusting professional prop better Porter, who is the guest on my recent first interview episode of this season, and his notes on Hitachio White Ale. It lives up to all the hopes and dreams that Blondale wishes it could be. In his words, not too fruity, but full of flavor, with a nice smooth finish. And speaking of a smooth finish, let's move on to the Malinsky Minute. This week's quote Elastic beats rigid. I recently heard this on another podcast in a non-sports context, but I think it applies really well here. For starters, Dave was structured but open-minded across all walks of life as far as I could tell, and as it pertains to betting, this of all weeks is a reminder not to be too rigid. We're looking at our first bye weeks of the season for four teams, and that means fewer games. It also feels like we're looking at some tighter lines this week, so we can't force the volume, especially with efficient markets like sides and totals. For the purposes of this show, I feel like one of each can be sufficient. And also, no viable teaser legs aside from the Panthers this week, so we can't force it there either. Fortunately, I think we've got some good value on a few props, and I'm happy to get in play there. And overall, in betting as in life, the Week 6 board, a good reminder that when in doubt, we could do ourselves and others well by choosing elastic over rigid. Alright, thanks for listening to this episode. If you found any value in it, the number one way you can support Props and Hops is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd be interested in a breakdown on every game, including picks from a couple pro bettors, check out the BetUS NFL show I'm hosting with Las Vegas Chris and Scott Kellen. We're diving into the full weekend slate, live on YouTube on Fridays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can check that out via the link in the show notes. And one more housekeeping note, if you live in an area where wagering is legal and want to kill two birds with one stone, go ahead and sign up for a sportsbook via any of the links at the bottom of the Props and Hops landing page on Dimers.com. That way you can get down on some edges and support this show along the way. You can also find that link in the show notes. Alright, that'll do it. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy week six. I'll talk to you again next week. And until then, let's bet well, let's drink well, and let's be well. Be well.